Hello, and welcome to the latest instalment of Chris Reads. If you've listened to the Geek Fights episode, Best of Futurama, you'll have heard that Mike Ortiz sent me the introduction to the Unabama Manifesto to read. I don't want to read this, but the rules of Chris Reads are quite specific. If I get sent something, I have to read it. Even though I don't want to. So, without any delay, let's move on to the show proper. Today, I shall be reading the introduction to Industrial Society and Its Future by Theodore John Kaczynski. Number 1. The Industrial Revolution and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race. They have greatly increased the life expectancy of those of us who live in advanced countries, but they have destabilised society, have made life unfulfilling, have subjected human beings to indignities, have led to widespread psychological suffering in the third world to physical suffering as well, and have inflicted severe damage on the natural world. The continued development of technology will worsen the situation. It will certainly subject human beings to greater indignities and inflict greater damage on the natural world. It will probably lead to greater social disruption and psychological suffering, and it may lead to increased physical suffering even in advanced countries. Number two, the industrial technological system may survive or it may break down. If it survives, it may eventually achieve a low level of physical and psychological suffering, but only after passing through a long and very painful period of adjustment and only at the cost of permanently reducing human beings and many other living organisms to engineered products and mere cogs in the social machine. Furthermore, if the system survives, the consequences will be inevitable. There is no way of reforming or modifying the system so as to prevent it from depriving people of dignity and autonomy. Number three. If the system breaks down, the consequences will still be very painful. But the bigger the system grows, the more disastrous the results of its breakdown will be. So if it is to break down, it had better break down sooner rather than later. Number four. We therefore advocate a revolution against the industrial system. This revolution may 
or may not make use of violence. It may be sudden, or it may be a relatively gradual process spanning a few decades. We can't predict any of that. But we do outline in a very general way the measures that those who hate the Industrial Revolution should take in order to prepare the way for a revolution against that form of society. This is not to be a political revolution. Its object will be to overthrow not governments, but the economic and technological basis of the present society. Number five. In this article, we give attention to only some of the negative developments that have grown out of the industrial technological system. Other such developments we mention only briefly or ignore altogether. This does not mean that we regard these other developments as unimportant. For practical reasons we have to confine our discussion to areas that have received insufficient public attention or in which we have something new to say. For example, since there are well developed environmental and wilderness movements, we have written very little about environmental degradation or the destruction of wild nature, even though we consider these to be highly important. There you go. The rantings of a lunatic. Read to you. By me. For your pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this reading. And would strongly urge you to send in any suggestions you may have. Because the things that Mike and Damon keep asking me to read are pretty horrible. If you have anything to suggest please send it to geekfights at gmail.com or leave a message on Facebook or via Twitter. I can't say it's been a pleasure reading this to you. It's been terrible. But we will persevere. Many thanks again for listening. See you again soon. to do that thing where I leave the music running for quite a long time at the end of the track. Mostly in a, a, some sort of way to try and purge the, the horrible words that I just read out from your system. It hasn't worked for me. Um, I'm still feeling kind of slimy and horrible all over. But there you go. It's one of the risks that you take when you do a series like this um, with readings that don't exactly sit particularly well. But we will carry on. I 
probably shouldn't be talking over the lovely sounds of back that are supposed to be cleansing your soul. But I've got headphones and a, and a microphone, so I'm going to keep blathering on. I'm too sexy for my love, too sexy for my love, love's going to leave me. I'm too sexy for my shirt, too sexy for my shirt, so sexy it hurts. And I'm too sexy for Milan, too sexy for Milan, New York and Japan. And I'm too sexy for your party. No way I'm disco dancing. I'm a model, if you know what I mean. Um, I do a little turn on the catwalk. On the catwalk, on the catwalk, I do my little turn on the catwalk. And I'm too sexy for my car. Too sexy for my car. Too sexy by far. And I'm too sexy for my hat. Too sexy for my hat. What do you think about that? I'm a model, if you know what I mean. I do a little turn on the catwalk. I shake my little touche on the catwalk. I'm too sexy for my, too sexy for my, too sexy for my. I'm a model, if you know what I mean. And I do my little turn on the catwalk. I, I shake my little touche on the catwalk. I'm too sexy for my cat. I'm too sexy for a cat. Poor pussy cat. And I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love is going to leave me. And I'm too sexy for this song. Too cold. Too cold.